Hey, Emily. Hey, Stephanie. You uh, want to do a podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Cycle Chats, a podcast to destigmatize what it means to be a woman. This is our special Halloween episode, so get ready for a spooktacular conversation about candy, costumes, and memories. Let's get rolling. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to put Yeah, I'm totally going to put in. If I can figure it out with my technology or whatever it's called, disadvancements, I, I'll figure it out. You could also use that sound clip that I just did. Yeah, just again and again in the background, really, <laughs> really, really faintly. Is there a ghost? Well, yes, there is. Why, well, yes, there is. So let's talk about ghosts because I oh, feel like okay. that's that. That's one of my questions. Yeah, we've, we've talked about belief in the supernatural. I've had some pretty weird and wild experiences. I guess I can share a real quick story. I was staying with my childhood friend and she was a house sitting. The mom said, no problem. You can stay over. There was a little dog there. So when I walked in, I just felt very uneasy. And I was like, maybe because it's a new house. I don't know. And there was just one section of the house specifically that I just felt like I was being stared at. So that night, you know, we're watching TV, whatever. We turn the TV off and go to sleep. As we're sleeping, I like kind of half woke up and I saw what looked like the figure of a woman, kind of like a Victorian lady. And what sparked me to like, opened my eyes was that I felt my covers being pulled and I thought it was the dog. And then all of a sudden, as I'm looking at this figure, I hear this gigantic scream. And so I wake up, I hit my friend. I'm like, what the hell? And she goes, what the hell yourself? Why are you screaming? And then we thought it was the dog and we look over at the dog and he's like halfway across the house and he's just standing there. And we look at each other and I'm like, what was that? So wasn't the dog pulling off my covers definitely was not the dog that made a human woman scream. So we're up, we're staring. We're like, we're going to take this dog out. And like, we're going to get the hell out of here. Take the dog out. We dip. So the family comes back. My friend's like, oh yeah, we think your house might be haunted. Ha ha ha. She's like, oh, <laughs> she tells her little kid. She's like, why don't you go outside and play a little bit? She goes, yeah. So we didn't want to tell you, but we've had like a priest come in and bless this home because apparently in the room that I was looking at that felt uncomfortable, that there's like a woman that had died there like years and years and years ago. And apparently she like does not like anybody near that part of the house. She always like does stuff to the kid. My friend calls me and she's like, you will not believe what just happened. She's like, so I think we were actually experiencing something. I said, never again. You can go watch that house by yourself. Never again. It was so scary. And I will never forget it ever for the rest of my life. Cause it was just a bizarre experience that happened with another person. And we were both like, I thought it was you that screamed. No, I thought it was you that screamed. And then we thought it was the dog and the dog doesn't make that noise. So scary. Anyway. So that's my, my, that's your ghost story. I like ghost it. Story that just lives with me rent-free all the time. So yes, I definitely believe in ghosts because I believe in the idea that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So something mm -hmm. has to happen to us after we're gone from this world, right? Yeah. But I don't want to see them. So I think I have a, I think I have a boundary set for the people on the other side where I don't want to experience seeing them, but mm -hmm. I've still had interactions with people from the other side. So like mm. in my house that I grew up in, which was my mom's house 
that she grew up in. It was my grandparents' house. My mom had a brother and he passed away. He unfortunately died from a really terrible accident. Literally outside of their house on the back patio, he was standing outside or playing or something. And they had, they were redoing the patio outside with bricks and bricks fell on him and he basically died instantly. Yeah, it was awful. He was, I think, 11 years old. So because he died so young, I think he has unfinished business. So I would always feel his presence. It wasn't malicious or anything. It was always very like trickstery in the house. So like growing up in my room, I would always lose my remote and I'd be like, where's the TV remote? And I was like, I can't find this thing. And I'd look around and I'd be like, listen, I know I'm messy yet as a you know 14 year old or whatever, but I couldn't find the remote. And then I'd like go downstairs, I'd be frustrated and I'd open the refrigerator and he'd have put the remote in the refrigerator. So I'd always find my remote in different places. So that's my personal experience with like yeah. having him misplace my personal items, always being the remote though, which I thought was really interesting. But listen, hey, as an 11 year old boy, if you're have some unfinished business, I'm assuming that you want to play tricks on people. Absolutely. But, yeah. So then but I know my brother, my oldest brother, Zachary has seen ghosts. So he was walking our dog, babe at night, I believe it was babe, he was walking her and it was pretty late, he said, and he saw a woman standing in the middle of the street. And there was headlights coming, you know, at the woman at a pretty rapid speed. And he screamed to her, he was like, Hey, ma'am, you you have to get out of the street. And she didn't hear him. So he screamed a little louder. He was like, ma'am, there's a car approaching, you should get out of the street. And she turned her head, looked at him, the car went through her and she vanished. Which is weird because I wouldn't feel like Zachary had a connection and like would want to see that. But I guess he didn't maybe have that boundary set because I think you do somewhat have to like, like, no, no, I don't want to see you. I'm able to communicate, but totally a hundred percent. Because when I was younger, man, I used to just let it all in. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, and it was never that I saw anything actually in my, you know, physical wait awake state, but dream wise, I felt like. I I don't know. I just felt like I had a a wide open door. And then once I realized I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to learn to say no. I actually bought a book from the book fair. I was like poltergeist and how to, I was like, how to like interact with poltergeist or if like you're haunting or whatever. And I just thought the ghosts were really cute on the cover of the book. And then as I started to read it, I was like, Oh my God. And they're like, you have to say no. Like you have to set a boundary. And I'm like, Oh, I've not been doing any of this. And so very much. So I was like, you are not welcome here. I'm, I can't help you. I send you towards the light, whatever you have to say, but I'm like, no way, Jose, I'm not interested in any of this. No, I don't think if I saw it, I don't think I'd ever be able to go back to whatever my reality is. I've only had that one instance where I felt like I like that seeing the outline of that lady, which is absolutely horrifying. I've not ever had that sense, but I will tell you that I like Sometimes when you walk into a room, you can just like feel, and there are times where you'll walk into a space and I'm like, I feel really like uneasy here. And I just think that's because, you know, I think when you're a little bit more sensitive to that stuff, you are, I would say generally for the most part, more open to experiencing it. But no, I make it very clear that I'm not interested in seeing diddly, but I mean, relatives have come and visited me in dreams and I think it's just easier for me to process and that's, that's fine. But no, I'm not, I'm super not interested in like 
anything malintent or malicious. I'm like, nah, dog, can't help you. You got to like go find somebody else. Like I'm good. I'm not a professional in this. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I think I think I'm going crazy. But my, so my other ghost story, because like I said, I don't, I personally choose not to see them if they want to play, you know, funny tricks or whatever like my <laughs> uncle like yeah like my uncle did but fine hide my remote and the tv i'll yeah, accept yeah. that but i was working backstage at a summer theater festival and the woman that i was working for we got pretty close i mean like literally unchanged and changed this woman and changed her wigs and you get pretty close to somebody after a few times of changing them and seeing everything they got so she was telling me we were talking about ghosts for some reason i don't know and she was telling me that her house is actually haunted. So she went downstairs one night to get water because it was built, I believe, in like the 1940s, the house. And it used to be like uh, people would come and play cards and kind of gamble and everything. So she went downstairs to get water one night and the ghosts were partying, she said, and they were gambling and she was like walking through. She thought she was like, um, hell, like they weren't interacting with her, but she was walking through her own house as they were playing cards and drinking and like doing all this. I cannot even imagine more than one. I mean, clearly none of them had malintent. It was just so I don't know. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. That's my own personal opinion on the matter. And even if you don't believe in it, it's still kind of a fun lord to, to get involved in. I of think course it, it is. Brings this spooky season spirit alive, you know? Exactly. So we covered if we believe in ghosts, which is, you know, hello, Halloween checklist number one. So I want to know what your favorite Halloween costume you ever had was. Oh, that's so tough because as I'm sure everybody knows at this point, we are theater gals and we both did costume design. And so at a very young age, I was just I was prepping months ahead of time. I would say probably my most worn costume was uh, Mr. Mistopheles from Cats. I have countless photos of me as Mr. Mistopheles. And it just, so that was my most done up costume. My favorite one that I've ever put together was Alice and the Rabbit. So it was Alice in post-apocalyptic scenario. So she got bit by a radioactive rabbit and she was turning into a rabbit. And I will probably when this episode airs, I can post a picture yes, on the story. I was going to say whatever costumes, if we could post them on the stories. So if you don't know, we do have an Instagram. You can check us out at cycle chats and you'll see a bunch of fun pictures of Stephanie and I probably dressed uh, pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So that was probably my most, I would say, one of my pride and joys. I won uh, first place at a Halloween costume contest. So that was super cool. That felt good. But there's so many good ones. I've been Gomez Adams. Oh, that I loved that one. You did so well. But you and a mustache is really just perfection. Okay. So, of course, I wrote these questions. So I have my <laughs> answers ready to go. So it's really hard because when my husband and I got together, you know, it, it's fun when you meet somebody who also enjoys dressing up and, you know, doing all of that stuff. So our second year together, we dressed up as Dwight and Angela from the office because we had also gotten our first cat that year, Simone. And I was like, we need to use the cat in some way. And if you don't know, Angela from the office loves cats. So got the blonde wig, did it upright. Miguel did it upright. I got his, his shirt. I mean, it was 
really good. And then we just, we held the cat. So once again, I will definitely post that picture. And then we've also done Dipper and Mabel from Gravity Falls. And that was super fun. I really enjoyed that. And we used the cats. We had two cats. At the, we still have two cats. We have Squash and Simone. And that year we had the cats dress up as Waddles, the pig <laughs> that Mabel has. So they were very unhappy with us, but I always try and use the animals because it's super fun. And then two years ago, we did Bill and Ted. So Miguel was Keanu and I was Bill and he was Ted. It was perfect because my husband kind of looks like Keanu. So he shaved his beard. I did the the guy thing. It was super, super I was fun. there for that one time. I was Gomez. Yeah, you were Gomez that year. And and Rebecca was Morticia. And as yes, was a rose. She was. We taped a rose to our friend's cat's back and she was the rose. So I love using animals. I think it's really fun. I'm excited for this year's costume. I'm not going to say what it is, but you have to check stories. We'll also be using the animals again. But yeah, I I love dressing up. I've dressed up ever since I was little. I always enjoyed it. And trick-or-treating was always super fun. I mean, hey, free candy. You better believe that I was there. So then my next question for you, Miss Stephanie, is what your favorite Halloween memory is. It wasn't one specific memory. I think it's just the whole ritual of getting ready, getting ready to go trick-or-treating, dressing up, all that. I will also say, rest her soul, my grandmother loved just parking in the driveway with a chair and that bowl of candy. And she'd be like, oh, the little babies. Like she loved children. And she just, man, she would snatch babies right out of strollers. I'm like, grandma? Oh, my dad still does that today. And I'm like, you cannot, you can't do that anymore. They're going to think you're stealing their babies. They're like, no, the little bit. And she always used to call them the little boompies. The little boompies. And so I think just the whole, everyone was, I think, more excited about Halloween because I was excited about it. So it always felt like it was my holiday, which fun fact, I was supposed to be born on Halloween. And I did not find that out until I was probably about 10. So I never understood. I had this like intense love of Halloween. My mom's like, yeah, you were supposed to be born on Halloween. But alas, I decided to sleep in for a week. Emily had a great response. She said, yeah, your first Halloween costume was a baby. I was just a fetus for Halloween. So that was my first ever Halloween costume was a fetus in my mother's womb. I got to chill. I didn't have to walk anywhere. I got carried the whole time. You got free candy. You didn't even have to eat it. It was ingested through somebody else. I mean, hey, that's the life. You're living in a sweet jacuzzi in there. It's funny because I think about Halloween now and like I have two nieces, Scarlett and Sadie, and they're nine and seven. I don't think Halloween is really the same for them as it was for us growing up. Like I remember spending hours going to different houses and getting candy because unfortunately the world was a little bit safer back then and it's not so safe now. And I think parents are much more concerned about their kids ingesting candy from strangers and taking candy from strangers and walking around. And like, I get it, but it, it is upsetting because in my memory, I have memories of like literally the streets being flooded with children on Halloween. And it's really not that way anymore. Like we always prepare every year for trick-or-treaters and we rarely get any which is disappointing. I love like opening the door and being able to hand out candy. I loved being on the opposite receiving and getting the candy. So it's definitely upsetting to me some respects because I think about, okay, well, like 
maybe in five years down the line, I'll have a kid and I'll definitely dress up forever the rest of my life. I don't care how old I am with the kid and Miguel and like to not be able to have them have that same experience that I had of walking around and like, yeah, it's it's disheartening. I don't know that it was necessarily safer back then. I just think like the internet and we talk about social media has just kind of added this whole extra layer of, I guess, awareness that wasn't there before, which is great in some aspects. But I also think it's a little bit of a a negative point because you become so aware. I think it was fun. You know, it was like, hey, eat that piece of candy. See what happens. You know, we're we're, we're all right for the most part, I think. (laughs) I didn't eat candy that was opened or anything. I only ate candy that was closed and had been sealed. Did your parents check your candy before they let you eat it? They checked it with me. Like I would, I would help. Yeah, yeah same. But they would. We like, dump it all out on the yeah, ground, exactly. and then we kind of go through it. My mom would pick out the pieces that she thought maybe looked a little funny. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. I clearly never had an issue. Yeah, it just it makes me sad because like. One of my favorite Halloween memories, because I would go trick-or-treating with my oldest brother, Zachary, literally. I could not have better older brothers than I have. They were always, always including me in everything. And Zachary's 10 years older than me. Why would he want to hang out with me? But he did. So he took me trick-or-treating with my friends one year and his friend. I think it was... Danny. Yeah, it was Danny. We went trick-or-treating with Danny and Zachary and my friends, Alexa and Megan. I was Superwoman or yeah, Supergirl that year. And we were walking around and I must have been like maybe 11 or 12. So at that time, or maybe even actually younger because Zachary probably wasn't away at college yet. So I take that back. I was probably younger. I was probably like eight. So he might be 18. So we're walking around our neighborhood up and down and these two people keep following us. We're like, who are these humans? And they're like in masks and we can't tell, but they're going to exactly the same house that we're going to. It's super weird. I felt safe enough though. I was with my older brother. I I didn't feel concerned. And we finally, like after a half an hour of being followed by these two guys in masks, we were a little concerned. So my brother was like, Hey, who are you? And he, you know, turn around and they take off their masks. And it was my brother's two friends. They were like, Hey, and you know, they were just kind of playing a Halloween trick on us. No, no malintent. It was just really, it was super fun. I I enjoyed that. (laughs) It was like, who are you? Get away from me. Get away, you weirdo. So then, Hey, what's going on? So that was fun. I I still have a picture of that somewhere. If I can find it, I'll, I'll post that too. Cause it was definitely really fun that year. I remember that. Cause I don't know, it kind of added a little bit of the spectacular sensation of what Halloween is. I think that Halloween is the time for the the dead, so to speak, to come out and play. The spirits like to have fun. Oh, yeah. Again, you have to make sure that you're allowing in the correct ones, but for the most part, anything harmless like that, a little prank, somebody moves something, there's a sound in the house, you know, you feel it out. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you just have fun with it because that's the whole ambiance of the holiday. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's why I like it. It's weird and it leads to weirdos. Hello, my people. So now I want to know if you have a favorite Halloween movie. And if so, what is it? Halloween Town, the original. Yes. That's literally what I have written down. That's amazing. No, because I always say Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's just, here's the thing. Nightmare Before Christmas, I cannot categorize. People are like, what is it? Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I'm like, it's both. Move on. So I take that out. That to me is just a standalone, but specifically Halloween Town was my world. I love that movie 
so much. It just, that was my childhood. That was my childhood. Every year when it Disney Channel would make that switch to Halloween and like Halloween Town was like the first movie and the big pumpkin. And I, all I ever wanted to do was just go visit it. Cause I think that's, don't they do that? They resurrect it every year or they do they because then we're going. Yeah. It's, I think it's in, I could be totally wrong. I may have to look this up, but I, I think it's somewhere in Massachusetts or I'm, maybe I'm thinking of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Cause I did see the house. From Hocus Pocus when I went to, to Boston. Somewhere in the world, I think they put the Halloween Town pumpkin out and you could like take pictures with it. That movie was life-changing for me too. I every year I would watch it. I wanted to be a witch because of it. I thought it was oh, me too. Such a good family movie and just such a good story. And the costumes are super fun. The first one is definitely my favorite. But sadness, my husband, who is a 31-year-old man had never seen Halloween Town until last year. I was like, you need to leave him. I, I know I'm divorced over Halloween Town, but I showed it to him and he loves it now. So we'll definitely watch it again this Halloween because I mean, it's just it's so good. What's your favorite part in the movie? I wonder if we have the same. one. Oh, I don't know. I always. Re- so I'll tell you my favorite characters. I really always enjoyed Benny, the cab driver. He was super funny. I just love the way they did mm-hmm. him. Like the makeup in that and the the puppetry and just, I don't know, everything about that movie is just really heartwarming to me. It, it gives me a lot of joy to like rewatch that and be like, oh, no, this still absolutely holds up today in 2021. Mine's super obscure. It's when they're trying to make the potion <gasps> and the dentist pulls the tooth of the vampire. Yes. I don't know what it was about that moment. I was like, God, that's so satisfying, which I guess now makes sense because I'm into all sorts of like, I can watch like surgery videos and like pimple popping videos and all that stuff. I'm, I'm into it. So, but just w- something about the way they like pulled the tooth. I was like, oh, that vampire must feel so much better. You really felt for her. She had a lot of empathy. I did. I was like, oh, that poor tooth was so sore. How could she eat? Oh like, I don't know. That's so. amazing. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. And I I don't know if you feel the same way I do. I, I think you enjoy them. I do not. I don't like scary movies. I don't want to watch scary movies. I don't want any nightmares. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. I can do certain scary movies. And again, from a makeup artist perspective, I am able to look beyond it, but there are certain scary movies. I just refuse to watch period. I'm like, I am not interested. Anything where they do the the jump scares. I think that's not, that's not real thrill. I do like 13 ghosts and I only like that movie because the makeup is so beautifully done. And I mean, really, the artist must have taken a very long time to do each of those characters. So and the general rule, no. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was convinced this guy was like still alive at one point. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to like murder me. And like, because, you know, I was wa- who I was watching. I think I was watching with my brother or something. He's like, yeah, they never caught the guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, and I was young. So, yeah, of course, no, your mind tends to convince you. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, he's still out there. No, I, I cannot do scary at all. If I stay awake because of that scary movie, because I'm definitely thinking that killer is coming to my house. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. say. So I don't watch literally anything scary. Like anything that you think is not scary. And I've seen it like nightmare before Christmas you love, but it scared me as a kid. It was frightening. So now I have adverse reactions to it where I'll still watch it and be like, this is, I don't enjoy this. This still gives me like creepy feelings. Makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. I know it's a lot of people's favorite, but there's just something about like, I think, cause I watched it young and it scared me yeah. that now I still have creepy crawlies about it. So no scary movies for me. I get it. I mean, you can at least appreciate the stop motion animation though, uh, of it though. Yes, yeah. of course. I okay. Can. So then that's the only, as long as you can appreciate the artistry behind it, you don't have to actively watch scary movies to appreciate the art behind it all. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I'll go as far as like, Practical Magic, which is a great movie with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. I think basically as scary as I could go. And it's really not that scary, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. We should do a Halloween marathon now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, I already told Miguel. I was like, dude, when are we recording this? What's today's date? The 11th. I was like, we're 11 days late. We have not watched a, a single, single Halloween movie. So, so we're doing it wrong. I know we're doing a staycation this weekend. And I think we'll probably get a bunch of Halloween movies taken care of is my guess. Love it. We'll see. So then my question for you, Miss Stephanie, is what is your favorite Halloween candy? What would you go crazy for when you would trick or treat? A hundred grand bars. I don't know if you've oh. ever heard of those. Yeah. They're like kind of, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like obscure, but it's not something that I think any, because mostly it's like Snickers, M&Ms, Twix bars. And I was like hundred grand bars. Like I was, you know, like a 90 year old gentleman, but I love it. I loved the way it was like crunchy, but then there was, I think there's caramel and nougat in it. And it just, uh, it's just so good. You were more excited for the chocolatey pieces in your bag. That, and I really, really still to this day, love the apple caramel pops. I don't know if I've ever had that. Yeah, you can get them at the dollar store. It's just, it's like a, a caramel dipped apple. Oh, okay. And it's, so it's, it's both mixed into a lollipop and it just, there's something about it that's like tangy, but then also a little bit, you know, savory kind of, uh, it, it's, it's very good. I like them a lot. Okay. So a, I mean, if the house was giving out king size candy bars, you better believe I was there. <gasps> I mean, oh my God. Yes. That was, you marked that house to make sure that you would go back, but I'm still a huge gummy fan. I love gummies. So sour patch kids are where it's at for me. I mean, if I'm getting sour candy, I'm a happy person. Even as a 30 year old woman, my tongue hates me when I eat sour candy because it like mm -hmm, breaks mm -hmm. it up and does all that terrible stuff now that I'm older, but I can down that stuff. Oh yeah. And sweet tarts. Oh, see, I no, mm -mm, not, not a huge fan of like just the oh. pure sugar. Mm -mm. No sweet tarts for me, anything that had some sort of like a a tang to it. Mm -hmm. I forget what that's called, but it's a powder that's mixed into those candies. So if you're making candy at home and you want to add that, it's that like, I guess almost like the like lemony yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, and I really liked foreheads. <gasps> How many could you put in your mouth at once? I don't know. My brother and I used to do competitions to see, and I, I would say probably the max I've ever done was like five. Yeah. I, I would be able to put a lot in. I love sour candy is where it is at. And warheads are so good. Did you have a favorite flavor of them? Which color? Yeah, they had, it was white. White? Yeah. It was like a limited edition one. I remember it being white. I could be wrong. It could maybe have been blue or something, but I remember it being white. I don't remember a white one and I'm sad that I never had it. 
I really enjoyed, I mean, anything blue for me, especially when I was growing up was huge because I loved the color blue. So I loved the blue raspberry ones, but the black cherry, I think it was. That's what it was. It was the, not the white one. It was black. Those were so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were just the green (laughs) apple. I mean, now I'm just salivating thinking about all those delicious Warhead flavors, but yeah, those are incredible. So then my last question for you for this lovely spooktacular Halloween special episode is do you have any traditions that you like to do on Halloween? It's been a really long time and I will tell you I think just as the years have gone by I've lost that childlike spirit when it comes to Halloween because as you all may know I am a makeup artist so I frequently work on that date or the date before so I always made a joke at a certain point I was working so often that I would say I'm a makeup artist for Halloween so That has been more my tradition is just doing makeup. But the one tradition I would like to start bringing back is carving a pumpkin. That is to me, that was what kind of signified Halloween. And like, I don't know, I just, there's something very romantic about having that pumpkin and putting the candlelight and like watching the sunset. And you kind of just see all of the pumpkins on people's lawns. And especially when I was younger, it was really big. You would see pumpkins outside and they just, I don't know, it was like, it was like, those were like the, the little spirits in the, in the bodies of these pumpkins coming to life. So I love it. Definitely got to bring that back because it's been a while. We should carve some pumpkins. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. A little cat pumpkin. When you come back, I guess that's what we have to do. I'm in. How about you? So a going trick-or-treating. I used to go trick-or-treating all the time. Like I said, it's not really a thing anymore. I think trunk or treating is more a thing, but ever since Miguel and I got together, we've always had a Halloween party last year because of COVID it was outside totally masked. It was great. We had very, very few people. And that was really fun to be able to at least keep up with that tradition. And this year I think we'll do one again. I'm not sure if we'll do it outside or just have vaccinated humans inside. Still not sure, but Being able to dress up with your friends and be an adult and like have everybody bring something and like make little goodie bags. You are as old as you think you are. So I still want to be a child in some respects and not lose that part of myself. I love dressing up. I love having fun. I love being with my friends and playing board games and our Jackbox games, which by the way, a new pack comes out in four days. So we'll have a new pack for Halloween, which I'm so excited about. And being able to like, I don't know, continue that tradition on with my pets, but then eventually Miguel and my children. I think that's pretty special. I'm excited. I mean, this is my favorite time of year. It's mine as well, which, you know, shocking. Is anybody surprised we both have the same favorite time of year? I think the best people like Halloween. I loved all the questions that you asked. It's giving me some nostalgia. I think when we're done here, I'm going to watch some Halloween town, little Halloween town, a little spooky shopping and really just start to to bring the spirit to life because man, there's nothing like it. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves deeply and spookily. And I certainly hope you sync up with us next time. That was a good ghost. Thank you. Like that was a a ghost in my other life.